Hi guys, welcome to In Our Community Podcast, where we interview common people doing extraordinary things in their communities. I'm your host, Hitty, from Resurrection Movement Studio. On episode 8 of this podcast, I sat down with Joe Neiser, the president of the Denver Riverside Food Bank and the co-chairman of Feed a Friend, which is happening on November 16th. We talked about the Feed a Friend, the Denver Riverside Food Bank, and his journey as to how he became the president of the organization, and ended the podcast with words of encouragement towards the community members who may be looking for ways to get involved with the uh, Riverside, uh, Denver Riverside Food Bank and the Feed a Friend event. This was definitely an um, informational podcast where he talked about what he does passionately and talked about the needs for the volunteers and what they're looking for. I think I would say, I would even go as far to say that um, if you're a Danville, Pennsylvania resident, this is a must-listen podcast to learn a little bit more about maybe the side of the community that we don't often see on a daily basis and learn how impactful the Danville Riverside Food Bank Program and the Feed of Friend is to some of our community members. Let's get started. So today I'm sitting across from Joe Neiser, the president of the Danville Riverside Food Bank and co-chairman of Feed a Friend. Hi, Joe. Hi. How you doing? Yeah, good. So I wanted to bring Joe on board to talk about the upcoming Feed a Friend and a little bit about the food bank as well. So Feed a Friend uh, is going to be on November 16th. And will you uh, share with the listeners what the day is about? The day is about giving people a holiday dinner for Thanksgiving. Uh, the Feed a Friend program was founded about 35 years ago by WNEP TV and a few other sponsors. They're independently run in every county, so there's about 20 of them in northeastern Pennsylvania. We're one of the 20. We service the Montour County area and basically the Danville Riverside Food Bank area. And we try to provide people in need with food for the holidays to make life a little bit easier on them. And how big of an operation is it? We serve over 400 families, which comp- oh, wow. com- com- which are about 1,000 people, okay. all in all. Uh, we have probably 60 to 80 volunteers over the course of the week, maybe even a few more. Okay. Wow. That's pretty amazing. And that's just in the Danville Riverside area, that 400 yes, families. Yes, basically. Wow. That's incredible. When people come they're they're surprised number one by the volume of the need yeah that there's that many families in need in in our area and they're also surprised by the amount of volunteers and the amount of food that we give out mm-hmm. all right yeah yeah so we are actually this year an official lo- drop-off location we have the barrel sitting in the hallway i'm actually taking a couple of the dancers today to go shop for some items to donate Wonderful. so which is great um Let's talk about the week of of Feed a Friend, see um, what occurs there and uh, what your needs are as far as the, you know, volunteers and what, which days you're looking for help. Okay. We've uh, started collecting items already at the Shiloh United Church of Christ. That's where the Feed a Friend and the Danville Riverside Food Bank are headquartered. I'm a proud member of Shiloh United Church of Christ and they open their doors to all kinds of community activities. Mm -hmm. So we'll be there actually Saturday, November 9th, collecting items that the Boy Scouts are going to be bringing out. Oh, okay. And then the act, the volunteer schedule actually begins on Monday, November 11th, and Tuesday, November 12th. We'll be there from about 
from nine o'clock to about one o'clock. Those days we sort all the items that come in, check some expiration dates. We assemble boxes uh, with 400 families. We need a lot of boxes assembled. So we had the boxes donated by international paper. Uh, we have to tape 500 boxes together and get them all set up. Then uh, we take a day off on Wednesday, and Thursday, November 14th, is our big day because that's when we actually stuff the boxes and assemble over 400 families wow. worth of groceries. So. so what's in those boxes that you guys assemble? Pretty much anything that was donated in terms of dry and non-perishable goods. Okay. Uh, we, we gear them and we try to set it up so that everybody can make a traditional Thanksgiving dinner, but there are all kinds of canned goods, cereals, and, and you know, side dishes. And once those boxes are assembled, if we move forward a little bit, we supplement them with fresh food. Oh. Uh, yesterday, I, through the Central Pennsylvania Food Bank, which is one of, we're a partner agency of the Central PA Food Bank, I was able to order 1,500 pounds of potatoes and a pallet of cases of apples, so we'll have them. Every family will get fresh milk through the Central PA Food Bank. They'll also get eggs. Cotner's Farms sells us eggs at a reduced price. Oh, that's great. Uh, and uh, we've set up a voucher program through Wises, so we don't physically have to move 400 and some turkeys <laughs> that will be a lot it's, yeah. tough. it's tough on our backs especially <laughs> those of us who are getting a little bit older uh we have a voucher program where the families can go into the danville wise market purchase what they need or want which is could be a turkey it could be a ham it could be chicken uh produce eggs but up to twenty dollars and we found that the voucher program works really well we get really positive feedback from the family saying it gives us an option. That's great. Because a few of our families really aren't even able or don't have the ability or the mm -hmm. means to cook a whole turkey. Right. Especially when it's one or two people. Mm -hmm. So this gives them an option. That's great. And the main distribution day is November 16th, right? right. November 16th, we will get the delivery that I spoke of that morning from the Central PA Food Bank. Uh -huh. So it will be a box truck. Uh, we're also, one thing I didn't mention, we're giving out ribs and chicken. We've, we've got that coming. So wow. in addition to the voucher, the families will have a choice of frozen ribs or, or well, they'll have a choice of ribs or chicken that morning. Uh, we'll be there from about eight o'clock on and the actual distribution occurs from 10 to three. It will be a controlled riots <laughs> yeah it's mass pandemonium that day the the uh you figure with 400 people or thereabouts coming into the parking lot plus all the volunteers it's controlled mm -hmm. chaos so is it bigger than like the regular distribution day yeah. for the feed, uh, for the food bank yeah the the food bank uh it's important to point out this is a the the feed a friend program is a cooperation from good samaritan mission Mm -hmm. who s handles all the registrations and uh, the Danville School District, their employees and, and specifically the kids at the high school get together and, and do a lot of the, the uh, distribution of the barrels, the pickup of the items. 
And then the food bank, we're the people that give out food. So we kind of take control once the actual distribution starts because mm. we do this basically 365 days a year. Wow. We have giveaways every month, the second Saturday of every month, where we serve approximately 270 families as opposed to 400, so a little bit less. Uh, and we're, we're also there for crisis calls, so that if something would develop and a family needs food, mm -hmm. call usually comes in through Shiloh Church, and we handle that. Wow. So. That's pretty pretty amazing. You know, like... When I was informed about the food bank, first of all, I, I, I wasn't even aware that there was so much need. Um, and when I went to go volunteer with my interns, because I wanted to help spread the word, um, it was just an eye-opening experience. You know, you look around Danville, you don't realize like, wow, like these people need our help. They need the help of the food bank to be able to put the food on the table and what an amazing program it is and how, you know, how fortunate we are in a sense that like when you look around the room and people needing this stuff, it's like, man, it's, it's an eye opening experience. Mm -hmm. I think both of my interns came back feeling humbled. Yes. Um, they were just barely, very like, wow. Like I didn't realize how fortunate I was. Yeah. Um, those were the responses that I got. And it's such a unique program and it's a cool program. And I, I love, you know, I'm, I'm excited to bring them on board for the feed a friend to go and volunteer. This is my first experience uh, volunteering at there as well this year. And, we're really looking forward to just being able to be a help to the community and just um, be a part of this, this special day. Yeah, personally, I got involved about 10 years ago. and yeah, uh, That's what I wanted to ask you next. I just yeah. happened to be in the Shiloh Church for an unrelated meeting, and uh, there was some activity downstairs, and I went downstairs, and then it was being held on a Thursday, and... Uh, I said, what's this? It's a food bank. Can I help? And that was the beginning of it. Huh. Uh, you know, started stuffing bags and moving cans around. And over the years, my role's gotten a little bit more involved. Uh, but the universal response of volunteers is just what you said. There's a surprise over the need, number one. Mm -hmm. And then there's a surprise over the volume of what we're able to, how we're able to help. People. Yeah, we're only able to do that through volunteers. Uh, I'm encouraging groups to get involved with the food bank on an ongoing basis through the support of the community. Giant and Wise Markets, Coles Hardware, uh, Cotner's Eggs, a lot of individuals, a lot of individual donations, and a lot of individual time, uh, hmm. and the blessings of God. I mean, we're we're, we're really blessed to have the resources that we have. I've mentioned Central PA Food Bank before. We calculated one time that our, dis our regular monthly distribution for the food bank would cost us, to do what we're doing right now, would cost us between ten dollars and $12,000 a month, wow. if not for the help of the Central Pennsylvania Food Bank. Wow. Uh, and, and all the other sponsors that I mentioned. Our regular distribution costs about thirty-five hundred dollars a month. So that's so. Say that number again: ten to twelve thousand. Ten to twelve thousand. If is, it was on, would be what it would cost if we would retail purchase what we okay. give away. But you are able to purchase we're, it in. We're able to purchase it through Central Pennsylvania Food Bank, and we get donations and 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 
you know, assistance from other agencies, which enable us to basically, you know, like, for example, Cotton's Reduced Eggs. One of the th- places I didn't mention, Lakeville Specialty Produce, gives us microgreens, which are, uh-huh. you know, restaurant quality. Yeah. A lot of people don't like anything that's green, but they're yeah, there. Yeah, it's good stuff. Microgreens it's, are good yeah, for you, yeah. And, and, you know, just little things. We, we huh. had an individual and a family that donated a tremendous amount of money over the co- course of a few years. We had a corporate mm. sponsor who was donating $1,000 a month, plus they bought all our carts and mm-hmm. everything. So the community response, when they're aware of the need, is tremendous. We have a lot of good people around Danville. And the volunteers, you know, we have a good time when we're doing it. Oh, and, I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't yeah. have the core that we have. Yeah. But what I'm trying to focus on right now is to get into independent groups involved Uh to give me one or give us one Saturday a year uh, because that whether it be eight 10 12 volunteers they come in handy especially around cleanup time when we're Mm. all beat at the end of the day it's a long day yeah usual um, food bank day when the distribution day that's the word I'm looking for is typically eight to two was was the actual time the actual distribution is 10 to 1 but we're there from 7 30 in the morning till Mm. about two o'clock because of the cleanup because of the cleanup and we do get when when we're doing our regular food bank distribution we get a truck that comes in on friday Mm -hmm. with uh non-perishable things that we've ordered or through a program called fresh food express Mm where a lot of the items are free except for our delivery cost. So we get that truckload delivered on Friday, and we're there for a few hours setting that up. Then Saturday morning, the day of, we get all the fresh produce mm. and frozen foods. And as I said, it's, it, it's really incredible the, the quality of what Central PA Food Bank is able to provide. I agree. I was, um, so, you know, I have a little bit of, you know, fitness and nutrition background. Mm -hmm. So when I was there to volunteer, I looked around and I said to my interns, I was like, guys, like these, the options that they have are not, like, it's not terrible for you. There's fresh produce that looks really good. Yeah. Um, I saw some like, a more healthier snack options mm-hmm. and i don't know if it was too popular but it was a little bit you know was, <laughs> but the, the, those are the things that was available to them yeah. so i said it was it's it pretty neat to see that and central pa food mike has has taken an initiative they eliminated distribution of soda for one thing wow uh you know they won't we used to get bins of sodas and which is good but they're trying to go to healthy food. This this fresh food express mm-hmm. last month, for example, we had grapes and red delicious apples, and the quality was really was good. better than what you see in the supermarket. Huh. Uh, we 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 get on a regular basis. They have uh, whole chickens, as I uh-huh. mentioned. Wise has just did, donated racks of ribs. Uh-huh. So you know, in the old days. God bless the people that were doing the food bank then, but if we were able to give out a can of chicken and a can of tuna fish, protein-wise, that's what they, the, the mm-hmm. people received. And they were thankful for it. And, uh, but now we're able to, to give them a, lo- a whole lot more. 
Mm. And uh, we're, we're striving to maintain and, and sustain what we've set up. Mm-hmm. And the only way we can do that is for volunteers. When you're talking mm-hmm. two truckloads of food right. plus what we purchased, people leave there with shop, literally a shopping cart full of food. Yeah. And it's, it's just a lot of volume to, to move. So we right. need the help of volunteers throughout the year and on a regular basis. And for the most part, we get it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's that. I, I noticed that. And then it's a lot of the the customers that you guys are working with is of the elderly clients mm-hmm. that I noticed. So they definitely need a help carrying bags and the yeah. the items that they received to their car. And the, the parking lot's kind of hilly. So I noticed yeah. that <laughs> my intern came back sweating because he's like, I just walked up like up, up the hill for five blocks to try to find a car. <laughs> And you were there on a cooler day. Yeah, it was. Try it was. in the summertime or the wintertime. Oh, I mean, man. Once again, God bless Shiloh United Church of Christ because they yeah. open up that facility to us. Absolutely. And, and uh, we use it. Huh. And we, we reach out to the community. So you got involved 10 years ago. Yes. How did you become that president role? Like You, you must have a heart and a passion oh. towards this kind of stuff. I went, Personally, I went through a relatively self-centered and lazy period of my life Mm. and i you know god reached out to me and said maybe you can do a little bit better Mm. and so i showed up at that first food bank distribution and quite honestly it was i was 10 years younger then and there was a lot of older women who couldn't pick up canned goods and and do the physical things and I ended up doing a lot of that and that continued for a few months and then I was approached to be at one point to be on the board of directors and it led from that into being the president and Mm. I joked that I showed up with a pickup truck and a few good ideas and they made me president (laughs) (laughs) and uh, that's great for a large extent it's true you got to be careful what you do because once you're involved you know, there's you're there's no backing up, but yeah. I do get a lot of pleasure and enjoyment out of it. You know, the satisfaction of of just reaching out and doing something for for the community. I, I've only lived here 20 years, and I, the involvement in this is is really re- rewarding. And and all the volunteers find that. Mm-hmm. And the, for the most part, the people are really really appreciative of what mm-hmm. we we give out. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one of the inspirations is to see the kids. I mean, yeah. because it must be tough for, for families that are in that position mm-hmm. to provide for the kids and just little things. I had one little guy who used to come in and he ate the same kind of cereal that I ate, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and he mm. would actually look for me every month. Aww. And I put aside a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch for him. Oh, and the one month I didn't have it, he was a little bit disappointed. And uh, then I became uh, aware of it. And I, I purchased one and put it in my truck just as a backup. But so just little things like that. I mean, that, yeah. that made his day to get that box of cereal. Now he's bigger than me and he still comes in and we smile. And, and oh, that's awesome. Time. Yeah. Huh. And I, I will point out that a lot of our volunteers are clients. We encourage that. So there seems to be an attitude in some members of our community of, well, do all these people really need it? And these people are lazy. And that's just, I mean, in a few minor cases, it may be, but that, mm-hmm. that's just not the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 
people that we serve are doing the best they can. You know, they're trying to make ends meet. It, it might be the difference between paying the electric bill and putting a good meal on the table. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what we're there for. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a, that's an awesome story. And I think you addressed the very one important thing there. I think a lot of people wonder if it's really these people need it. And, and I think, you know, the one time that I was there and then I plan on being there more often, I just, saw like everybody's faces light up and they're so grateful and they're so thankful every item they receive they're saying thank you thank you and they're very respectful of the system they always ask how many they can take um and and they're just so grateful and the other thing that i noticed was i was standing there and i think part of it is because i'm sensitive to it too is there's a lot of diversity Yes. in Danville when you're there. Yeah. Um, you know, I walk around town sometimes and, you know, the the only kind of people that I see are like, you know, for lack of better words, are white people. Yes. And, and, and sometimes I'm like, man, like this town's so undiverse. But when I went to go volunteer at the food bank, I was amazed at like how diverse this community really is if you really take a deep look into yes. it. Yes. We're trying consciously to reach out to, for example, Hispanics uh, recently, there's a lot of rice available throughout the central Pennsylvania food mm-hmm. bank. And I put that in and we had bulk rice. I mean, 50 pound bags of it. And I thought, what am I going to do with all this rice? And I reached out to that, to them and a few other people and they were ultra appreciative of it. Mm-hmm. And, and last month I didn't have it. And a couple of them asked, what, no more rice. So oh. made a point this, this, this time around to order it. And that's just one example. Wow. Yeah, there, there's a lot of diversity, uh, and it, it continues to increase like every everything else. One of the problems we've encountered is a language barrier, mm-hmm. and we, I've tried to address that. I've reached out to the high school to give me somebody uh, who's available that can talk to the people as they come in, find out what they need and how we can better serve them. Mainly Spanish speaking? Yes. Yep. Okay. Look, very we cool. Have a, a, a couple uh, Vietnamese or Asian okay. folks, but hmm. the mainly Hispanics is what we're trying to be, become a little bit more aware of and mm-hmm. try to reach out to their needs. And we encourage feedback from all our clients. You know, mm-hmm. so if we can get it and it's something that we're not doing, we'll try to we'll try to do it better. All right. So for as for um, as far as you know, there's. It's, it's really two separate things, but it's really one thing together, right? Feed a Friend is part of the you know, Riverside yes. Food Bank. It's just like the magnified big event of the year. But yeah. really, each month, the similar kind of things happen. It just so happens that around Thanksgiving, you have a bigger clientele, and it's a bigger deal because, yeah. you know, there's a big meal that's coming in at the end of the, end of the month. Yeah, it's on TV. Channel 16 pushes the program. Now, Feed a Friend and the Danville Riverside Food Bank are two separate organizations. They're Mm -hmm. separately funded, separately set up. Mm -hmm. But the volunteer base and the support base is basically all the same. Mm -hmm. So the easy explanation is that the Danville Riverside Food Bank does 12 months a year Mm -hmm. what Feed a Friend does. In one month. The one month for Thanksgiving. And both are in need of volunteers. Both, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, So I wanted to bring you on board to spread the word because I think not enough people know about 
Denver Little Riverside Food Bank and the Feed a Friend program. I think Feed a Friend program is pretty well known because I think the barrels are mm-hmm. available in the schools as well, right? Yep. And then the local yeah, communities we, anywhere you can find. I'm not involved with distributing the barrels, but I I know we have them at numerous locations. Mm-hmm. Wise is giant. Uh, the school district, all the schools have them. Banks have them. A lot of businesses, yours included, has them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's a lot of community involvement there. And thank God for the youngsters from the high school that go out and put the barrels out and most importantly yeah. bring all that stuff back. When we sort that on Monday and Tuesday, there are truckloads of food there. Really? Yeah. That's it's awesome. something to see. You ought to stop by then and take a look at the volume that comes yeah. in off of that. Is there like a particular item that you guys always end up being short on for Feed a Friend? Uh, not necessarily, but we, we like to have, you know, the staples that you'd think of for a Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. Uh, last year, I think we had to buy some stovetop stuffing and maybe one of the items that the food bank is, is always putting out are like peanut butter and jelly. Okay. Uh, you know, peanut butter can be a little bit expensive, but those items, we have a lot of canned vegetables that come in. Mm. Uh, so less canned vegetables. So if people are looking like, so what can I donate towards Feed a Friend? So like, for example, for this tonight, you know, I'm taking a couple of kids right. to go shopping. What items should I be looking for? In years past, we've had a lot of cranberry sauce, but it's not available this year. So oh, cranberry, right. cranberry sauce, sauce, gravy, okay. stovetop stuffing, anything that you'd associate with a Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. Cereals are always good. Uh, you know, pasta products. But the, with the voucher, the clients are in a, are able to purchase a lot of mm-hmm. the stuff that you see some of the organizations giving out, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's where we tried to, to supplement it. And awesome. as I said, they're getting eggs. Uh, I really can't think of anything else. Okay. And so if people are looking to want to volunteer – either for Feed a Friend or the food bank in the coming month. Um, how should they get in touch with you? Who should who should they contact? Who should they contact to maybe get an inquiry on like, hey, I want to bring my group or my business to come and volunteer? How should they go about that, that process? That would be me. <laughs> <laughs> my phone number is 570-441-6867. Okay. We used to have a Red Cross connection, and a lot of the calls come in through Shiloh Church, which is fine also. That number is 570-275-1943, but I'd be more than happy to answer any questions they have. That's my cell phone number. And is there any requirement as far as the volunteers go? No. Uh, I mentioned before that the the giveaways were on Thursday when I first got involved, and it it occurred to me that we'll never get youth involved. Uh, We had an an afternoon and an evening one, which then the youth could have shown up, but Going to Saturdays, we've opened it up. There are some conflicts, naturally. Mm-hmm. I hate it when I have to miss a Penn State game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. it, it, it just opens it up to use involvement. We've had them as young as, you know, Cub Scouts and, uh-huh. and families come in with their children. And I think it's important that they, that they see the, 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 the need and that they, they reach out because that will create awareness as they go along in life that mm-hmm. – I'm blessed and maybe I can help somebody else out a little bit. Absolutely. I think it's so important for the youth to be involved in this kind of stuff and just to see that and to recognize how fortunate they are uh, to have a food on the table and be able to have that. 
Um, Joe, in every single episode of the podcast, I ask my interviewees to share a words of encouragement. And so I think in your case, any words of encouragement towards the community, maybe somebody that um, were unaware that programs like this exist, and, and what would you like to tell them? First of all, if anybody needs our help, don't hesitate to contact us. A lot of people, I know it's a humbling experience, and I know that some people think that I shouldn't be in this situation or other people need it more than me. Uh, so if you need our help, by all means, we're there. We have the resources. We're willing to help you out. And if you want to be a volunteer, please do it. Uh, as I said, you know, it took me a little encouragement and some circumstances to get involved. But once I did, the rewards are just tremendous. Reaching out and helping somebody else, you get outside of your own little world. And, you know, you realize that a lot of people are less fortunate than you and that you're blessed to be where you're at. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for thank coming you. on the podcast today. And uh, I look forward to coming over to uh, volunteer at a feeder friend and the, uh, the food bank. All right, thanks. Thank you.